0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Daily Objective. And today we're going to be talking about the hot talk of the town. Yesterday's vice presidential debate, the first and only one between VP Mike Pence and contender for the VP Kamala Harris. Uh, A lot of people have a lot of opinions. um, And for once, uh, I don't really have that much of an opinion, but maybe that's not true. Maybe you'll get it out of me as this conversation goes. But I can't do anything alone without this guy right here—the guy who has often been referred to as Lord Emperor behind the scenes, the man, the myth, Rosie Ginsburg.
1: Hey, Raka. Yeah. Well, if I was the Lord Emperor, maybe I could uh, make this whole thing go away. Actually, I, I yesterday we were talking about what we're gonna do, and I, um, you know, we we had a, a manpower issue, and I agreed to step in and, and said, "Why don't we do a, a Recap of the debate. As soon as I started watching it, I, I regretted that because I realized I would have to watch the whole thing. Actually, um, I was so I was watching it on uh, ABC's um, YouTube stream, and the the first thing or one of the first things that really uh, bothered me was was when uh, one of the people on ABC, uh, her name was Yvette Simpson. I think she's she's a politician, um, but I, I don't actually know. Uh, So she, she said, uh, thoughts and prayers to Mike Pence, this is an exact quote, thoughts and prayers to Mike Pence, debating a black woman is not an easy thing. Now, she is a black woman, so she can say that. But the first thing I was thinking was, you know, imagine if uh, Donald Trump had said something like that. This, this would be, you know, the, the, the next four weeks, this would be what people would be talking about. So and I, I was actually surprised because the reporting on ABC, it's been a while since I've seen anything um, from them on, on news because I don't live in the U.S. It, it, it was the kind of uh, partisan reporting that I expect from Fox News and MSNBC in America. But apparently wow. that's how that's how. So,
0: so right off the bat, we've got PragerU's very own uh, boomer correspondent complaining with the most tr- the most elementary elementary school arguments why can black guys say this but white guys can't say this but don't you see some um some basis for that type of standard that people have like you and i last time we were both on this show we were talking about how much we dislike israelis obviously we both are or we i originally was i you know i've, I've been two-thirds of my life in the u.s you you know have a bit more of, of a solid foundation in israel we can sit here and badmouth israelis Whereas if a couple of guys that had no proximity to that country sat around saying they hate Israelis, it might be perceived as more hate speech. So don't you see like that there's some kind of uh, difference between a black woman saying, ooh, good luck, Mike Pence, debating a black woman versus Donald Trump, the guy who says, you know, uh, (laughs) you know, stand back and stand down. Also saying, "Uh, good luck debating that black woman. You don't see a difference?
1: First of all, did I say I dislike Israelis? I mean, I have issues with the culture, but, you know, there are some Israelis I I like a lot. Uh, So, yeah, it's not a a blanket thing. And and this is like my problem with that. You know, Kamala Harris is uh, when we when we get to the debate itself. I mean, she's horrible. She's a horrible person. You can see that from the way she she debates, regardless of if you think, you know, uh, Trump, you know, having four more years of him would be worse than having Biden you know i can see the arguments for that but she is horrible and you know if you say okay this is a black woman you know this is what you should expect then that's kind of yeah that's that's deterministic i i don't want to you know i i don't want to let her off the hook for being the uh, you know disgusting human being that she has chosen to be which wow would, uh, okay so a, there's
0: a lot of animosity i'm getting from you and i'm wondering why that is so first of all uh can I let me be the uh, the child in the room that's just completely blissfully ignorant? Why why does everyone hate Kamala Harris so much? Uh,
1: I don't know why other people hate her. I hate her because she she's
0: you know she has this like
1: passive aggressive thing with the smiling and the cackling, and she has this uh, she 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 did this thing a couple of times where you know Pence interrupted a little bit, which. You know, is not nice, but it also happens in conversations. And her, her, the way she, she, you know, said, uh, "I'm speaking, I'm speaking." It was, it was very much what you'd expect from a feminist who's, who's seems like she's responding to all men. And and I've seen some tweets uh, of of feminists celebrating that because you know women can't speak unless uh, they have to. They they fight back whenever a man speaks out by the way the first time she said i'm speaking i'm speaking when he briefly interrupted her seconds later it was his turn to speak and she interrupted him do you but think
0: maybe you're uh you're keeping score a bit more because it's kamala harris like do you think if it was just a couple of men interrupting each other do you think maybe you would not uh read into it so much and psychologize and and attribute all these mass you know mass uh, Generalizations like this is feminism versus men, and this is this and that. Like in the in the spirit of introspection and bettering yourself, do you think maybe you're bringing some baggage with you into this? Experience? No, I
1: definitely. I I don't think I would react the same way if it was two men, because she would. You know, a man would not react this way to another man. In in this kind of style of you know, I'm standing up for women against this person. By the way, uh, there's a there's a British uh, British conservative magazine, The Spectator. And they had in a, a piece today by Kate Andrews who said that Kamala Harris was debating as if she was debating Donald Trump, not Mike Pence. You know, and and with Donald Trump, you well, you can expect, and we saw it last week. He does not let the other person speak. So you you need to say like I have no issue with Biden saying to him, "Shut up, man." You know, he didn't shut up, so he he didn't let. Uh, Well,
0: obviously, you had no problem with Biden saying that he's a white guy. So let me ask you this. What if Kamala Harris was uh, was a friend of ours uh, philosophically? What if she was the good guy in that debate? Um, Would you still be so horrified by the way she goes? Excuse me. I'm not finished talking. Would you be would you be uh, would you be upset by that?
1: Again, if it's if it's for that kind of minor interruption, I would be more upset by it because I don't want my side portrayed like that. When it's, you know, somebody who's uh, of the left, I, I, normally I would wanna say, I hope it would lose her votes, but then again, who who are the votes gonna go to? So I, 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 you know, I've said before, I would not vote in such an election. I don't know how you can vote for either of these candidates. Mm. Um, but yeah, the more, the more I hear from, uh, you know, just like the more I hear from Trump, the more sympathetic I am to people voting for Biden. The more I hear from Kamala Harris, uh, the more sympathetic I am for people voting for Trump. Uh, and I will say that Mike Pence, by the way, I've very little, I have some notes, I have very little to say about him. He's he's pretty much a non-entity. I mean, he was, uh, you know, he, he, his presence was not felt there.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. You know what, uh, Kamala? So, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm asking you these challenging questions in this spirit of, uh, of separating your own uh, kind of. Um, baggage that you bring with you to this experience versus what's actually objectively true like so when I look at Kamala I like her I'm like the only person who actually likes I mean I don't want her I hate her ideas I she's probably a terrible person at the end of the day but um, uh, in terms of her presentation the way she talks sounds like Stacey Dash you know the clueless actress who Became some like Fox News correspondent, you know you, the movie Clueless. Yeah, you, anyway, uh, I'm aware of the um, movie Clueless, but I don't the know. Uh, the sound of her voice. I like and uh, her, her smile. Um, <laughs> but here's the thing. But in my, I like in my smile, oh. yeah, because it reminds me of um, like the suburbs. These these like suburban Democrat moms who like just completely let their kids do whatever they want, like. Like, remember when Kamala said, oh, we have a 20-year-old or, or a 20-something-year-old. She doesn't know how old her kids are. Like, uh, she just she reminds me of the moms, like uh, my friend's moms or whatever, the, the ho- houses I could go to where we can, like, get away with doing whatever we wanted to. Like, that's, that's, uh, and, and she's, and anytime we see her, she's like, oh, hey, like super warm smile, and then she goes about her business and lets us do what we want. So I sort of bring this very positive uh, affiliation with Kamala Harris. But again, I don't know her. I, we only know bad things about her mostly. And, um, and there's a lot wrong with those neglectful suburban moms uh, as well. So it, it's, a very, uh, it's a very associational um, sort of uh, automatized response because when I was a teenager, when I, was, when I had bad habits like smoking marijuana, I learned to like the parents that would allow us to get away with that. Whereas the, the more of the Mike Pence types of dads out there, we saw as completely useless to our values. So obviously, uh, our val- my values were what needed uh, work more than that. But um, let me ask you this. So people say, um, you know, you're racist for hating her so much. And I've sort of alluded to that a little bit. Not that you're an actual racist, but do you think maybe like she triggers you a bit extra because she's a strong black woman? And but before you answer, before you answer, we know that the, the antidote to racism is objectivity, right? And we know also how difficult objectivity is. So do you think maybe you bring a little bit of uh, like white guy rage with you to this to this uh, whole thing where you're a little bit uh, a little bit deep down? I know I'm sounding like the left where everyone's full, uh, flogging themselves and nailing themselves to the cross and saying i'm i'm the reason george floyd was killed i get it like what i'm bringing sounds like that but you know since we know objectivity is so difficult do you think maybe there's a little bit of racism involved here
1: no so okay. the skin color has nothing to do with it the the angry feminist thing it's it, it is it is a gender thing as i said i think mm-hmm. i think it's a gender thing for her which is which is what i don't like because again she was the deba- she was debating Mike Pence. She wasn't debating all men. Uh, she wasn't, you know, fighting back against uh, centuries or millennia of oppression. She was making her case for being one heartbeat away from the presidency, and she made it in a way that I found obnoxious, arrogant. Uh, by the way, her smile—I have to say something about her smile. I don't know how you you found in her smile like letting her I like it weed. By the way, didn't she go after
0: people who smoked weed? To, as a <laughs> yeah but a lot was, I mean, you know, she was a prosecuting attorney okay but i have that on my list the thing i got a list today we got a list but um um look you're but it just sounds like you, i know i i know we're, we're we're stuck on this but this to me is like more interesting than politics and and policy you're you're saying that that she's debating as though she's a feminist addressing all men aren't you projecting aren't you making it about feminism versus all men all she's literally said was, excuse me, I'm not done talking. The, a billion people a day say that line when they're interrupted. Uh, well, she, she said, I'm speaking a couple of times in
1: a row in, in a sort of uh, aggressive way. And with this pause and look at him, you know, it, he, he stopped. She had this pause. She, she had this look in her face. So, yeah, to me, by the way, back to her smile. To me, that smile is, is you know, it's, it's always... Misplaced. It's always at the wrong time. It's this. It is this passive-aggressive uh, sort of, uh, um, you know, reactionary smile that that is not a genuine smile of somebody, you know, smiling to somebody because they they you know they, they they're
0: kind. Okay, listen. I'm just saying you want to be careful. Okay. I mean, we have a tendency as human beings with so many abstractions in in our mind that we've developed over life to sometimes misplace these things. Now I agree with you at the end of the day, she's probably a terrible power lusting person. Um, and there's a lot of evidence to suggest that, but to attribute all of that to her, the, 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 the smile on her face and her saying, excuse me, I'm not done talking. It just sounds to me like a lot of projection. And it's just like when that kid from Covington was smirking at the American Indian hitting the bongo or whatever he was doing. And everyone said, oh, you know that smirk that boys would give you in kindergarten that they think they're better than you because you're a girl. And, and you just have to hit pause and say base, you're basing all of this on what? A, a look on somebody's face? So I don't
1: remember how long that video was, but it was seconds, right, that kid. And he's a kid. So she's a, an adult woman who I, I, I put myself through 90 minutes of watching her behave in, in this kind of way, and, and by the way, I, I see a problem with, the, with uh, you know, the, the direction in which I'm taking it. And I, and I saw this, even as I was thinking about it, I remember in the 2000 election, which I was following, and it, it was Bush against Al Gore, and people were saying, you know, uh, the talking heads were saying, people vote for whoever they wanna have a beer with uh, the most. So, and, and yeah, and, and that's why they voted for Bush supposedly. So I don't want to fall into that trap, and and I actually think I don't drink beer. But I think if I if I was hanging out with Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, I might start drinking beer and uh, a lot of it. But yeah, you know, if, if somebody is that unpleasant, then it it should factor into to. I
0: I don't drink alcohol at all, but I gotta say, um, Kamala Harris, I'd rather. Uh hang out with or whatever, or have a conversation with. It sounds like a fascinating experience to kind of s- see what's beneath the surface there. And also sh- people are going to get upset at me for saying this. I find her attractive. What do you want me to say? What do you want me to lie? I you're, I can't be as integrated as yourself and just say, Oh, she is a feminist who is at war with men. I don't, I just don't see that. I just don't see that. But here's what I do see. I see a person who was a prosecutor and let me ask you a question. You know, I've gotten the impression that, uh, and and correct me if I'm wrong, that like between you and Nikos, our our absent co-host, maybe you sometimes feel that he's a bit more friendly to the right than a rational individualist should be. You're nodding, so for the audio listeners, he is confirming that there's some truth to that uh, dynamic between the two of them. And sometimes I wonder if maybe you and I have a similar uh, contrast where I think you're way too uh giving police the benefit of the doubt and you're way too uh dismissive of you know black people wanting equal rights i know that's that's a hyperbolic way to put it but let me ask you a question since you're such a mike pence fan and you hate Kamala so much that's a joke as well but let me ask you this i mean this is more not so much putting you on the spot but more in the spirit of understanding the what people are saying out there mike pence gets up there and goes oh I have the deepest respect for the men and women who put on that uniform every day. And then, but then uh, when Kamala said we should legalize weed, Penn says to her, well, you're the one prosecuting all these people and throwing them in jail. Okay, so we we have the deepest respect for the people who, who put on that uniform and go around arresting drug offenders and roughing them up and questioning them and passing them over to the prosecutor. We have the deepest respect for the police. But then the prosecutor is is responsible for for prosecuting these these crimes. Can you explain to me the difference between these two people? Uh, yeah, no,
1: no, I'm not a Mike Pence fan, so I'm not going right. to defend him.
0: Uh, it just it. As I said, I, I barely
1: noticed his his presence. And um, and I, I, I did notice, you know, uh, some very, very. Negative things. I mean, he he is against abortion, which is definitely on its own. You know, I can understand people who just because of that would not vote for him. Um, so yeah, I, I I would not defend him, but I. Uh, yeah, as I said. Yeah.
0: That's it, that's all you have to say is, I don't like him because he's against abortion. Listen, I have often said, oh, these conservatives, they only defend your so-called right to life while you're in the womb. And then as soon as you're born, your rights are contingent on its value to society. So I will, off- I will offer you a mirror type of question and say, so we, we don't, we, we, we're, we are arch defenders of a woman's right to abortion. But how about a woman's right to not be uh, arrested for drug charges, which conservatives are, are dying on the hill defending, it seems, even though now now, oh, Mike Pence is happy to throw Kamala Harris under the bus after conservatives like himself, probably including himself, since he's an old man, have died on the hill of keeping drugs illegal. But the prosecutor now is the guilty party. So help me understand this. Politicians are scum. Prosecuting attorneys are scum. But the police officers who go around arresting all these drug offenders, oh, I have the deepest respect for them. Why? What's the difference? I'm just asking. I mean, I think all of them, to a degree, are victims of the system that they're placed in. And in another respect, they're all sort of part of the problem. I don't know who's more guilty than the other. But why is it that like police are like, uh, we have the deepest reverence and respect for the police who go around arresting drug offenders all day but the the, the politicians are just blanket villains and the prosecutor sounds like we have no problem calling villains as well. Can you explain to me this?
1: Um, No, because I I think you should have the right to, you know, use whatever drug you want. And uh, Kamala Harris said she would decriminalize marijuana, which is a very small baby step in the right direction great she's definitely better than pence on this but i don't agree with you that this is in any way you know even close to the right to have an abortion which is you know the the right to have a you know accepting that a woman who needs an abortion may have most likely made a mistake uh in getting pregnant when she didn't want to but uh yeah that's not a mistake
0: that you should pay for for the rest of your life uh fair point I mean, fair point that abortion is a more serious issue. Like, it's a life-altering issue as opposed to the right to, let's say, buy drugs and have a, have a night of fun. Um, but, I mean, uh, but, but to my larger point that I'm asking, like, why is it when it comes to police, I see so many, you know, alleged friends of liberty, they just can't wait to stick up for the police and say, no, there's no racial bigotry. There's no, there's no problem. What, can you, can you, in your mind, Remember that po- what, the, what police are, represent is similar to politicians. They're, they're people with a legitimate job. Politicians have a legitimate job. We believe in government as a necessary good. However, when we have a lobby system, politicians quickly turn into scum who are making arbitrary decisions. And when it comes to police officers, they have a necessary job. They are a necessary good. But in reality, they have been representatives of this lobby system, of this preventive crime enforcing body for a very long time is it inconceivable that a lot of them are are full of it and and that there's a serious problem here that people are being given arbitrary power over their fellow man that that police officers are in the same category as politicians no
1: um it's definitely not inconceivable that you know that they have they obviously have powers that they shouldn't have uh, but no, I, I wouldn't put them in the same category. First of all, because I don't know of anybody who, who uh, you know, goes into politics who I, I would uh, define as good. Whereas I can understand why somebody would want to go and fight actual violent crime. And now it's a very serious problem that within the police's, um, you know, within a police officer's job description, there's also violating people's rights. That's, that's a very serious issue, and, and we should talk about it a lot. But uh, yeah, I I don't remember ever saying that everything they do is good. I just have an issue with people who celebrate the murder of a cop or. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, we don't want we obviously we abhor that that type of thing. Um, So let me uh, let me uh, offer you as a closing uh, thought piece, because we are over time. uh, I'll sort of tie together this idea, this, this subject of police and of, you know, possibly having racial inclinations, racist inclinations as I semi accused you of, or asked you to introspect about earlier. Let's tie these two things together. And I will offer you uh, a line from the show, the wire, which is a show largely about the police and how they are constantly pressured to, you know, clean up the neighborhoods instead of actually solving murders and things like that. So this relates to police as well as racial bigotry. There's a, the police, chief or something named Rawls, chief uh, chief or commissioner or something Rawls. And when he's in, he's talking to the newly elected mayor. The mayor is like asking him, like, like, why is this problem the way it is? Rawls says he says to him, look, I'm not any more racist than you are. But and then he like explains the problem and and he blames affirmative action for some of the problems they're dealing with. But that line, look, I'm not any more racist than you are. So there's a tool I will offer you the next time somebody accuses you of harboring some uh, some bias or prejudice. Oh, the only person them, who
1: accuses me of that is you.
0: <laughs> so the next time I do that, just say, look, I'm not any more racist than you are. It's a good way to, it's not that, it's not really that defensive. It's 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 just uh, handing it over to the other person and saying, I'm no more racist than you are. That's a great it's a great way to uh, pass the accusation, mirror uh, flip it back on them. So there's, well, there's my a- way to
1: pass the accusation is I I said some stuff about Kamala Harris and and her you know feminist attitude, and you somehow brought race into it. I didn't even know she was black until. Well,
0: you, you brought up the lady earlier who who said, "Good luck, Pence, debating a black woman." Yes. Like, that- I- that was a racist statement. It was a joke made by a black woman. I mean, if again, if you rip on Israelis, nobody thinks you're like an anti-Semite pro- Hamas guy, right? So it, there is some context. I look, I'm the king of anyone should be allowed to make any joke. Trust me. Uh, you know, but I'm just saying when it comes to your strong reaction, I think you're a little you're a little bit dropping context, like saying like, oh, imagine if a white guy said that, like, listen. One battle at a time, you know, one battle at a time. All right. Well, it's all the same battle. It absolutely is. On this, we agree. It's all the same battle. It's all integrated. And uh, thank you for joining us today. You brought your blazer. You stepped to the occasion. You mentioned earlier on how you didn't particularly want to do this uh, episode today. So thank you for letting the audience know you didn't really want to be here with them. But we are happy that you joined us.
1: Well, I want so, to be here on more positive topics.
0: Um, so. and, and we're going to have you back on for my, many more positive topics. So keep that blazer ironed and clean because we'll have you back very soon. Thank you for joining us today. And as always, we want to know what you think. Leave us a comment. It's good for the algorithm.